Yeah, it's your boy Ray Ray on the mic. Let's go. Mic check, mic check. Welcome to On the Mic with Ray White, where we share life lessons, encourage self-reflection, and move you to take action. My name is Ray White, and I am juiced that you're taking time to listen to this episode today. And this podcast gives you a little bit of perspective, motivation, and encouragement through the power of reflection. And one of the things I reflect on quite often is how to become a better leader. What things can I do? What can I learn? What can I say? And how can I act in order for me to improve my leadership and encourage, engage, and equip those around me to lead well and to do well within their spaces? And somebody wise told me way back in the day that you can learn from anything and everything in life and not to throw away any type of opportunity or knowledge that comes your way to then equip you to take action on. And so for me, I like to look at a wide range of perspectives to shape my lens and how I view leadership, decipher it, process it, learn from it, and then find a way to enact upon those things. And today on this episode, we're going to talk about Beyonce. Yeah, we're going to talk about Beyonce, y'all. We're going to talk about her latest documentary, Homecoming, dropped on Netflix just recently. And I want to share a little bit of more of what I reflected on and three things that I learned from the particular documentary itself in which I am looking to practice within my leadership. This do- this documentary was pretty dope. Uh, it made me wish that I went to a historically black college. <laughs> and that's a whole nother podcast we're going to talk about. But anyway, we're going to go ahead and drop into this. And I want you guys to tune in, listen to this reflection on homecoming, and think about, too, what ways can this documentary shape the way that you lead yourself and your teams? All right. So take a listen to it. Listen all the way through. And I'll catch you on the other side of the episode as we talk about some action steps on how to move forward. Man, if y'all don't have Netflix, y'all better get on it. Then again, if y'all went to Coachella in 2018, y'all probably already on it. (laughs) Uh, I don't have the means or the time to go to Coachella in any time. However, Beyonce just dropped the her album as well as Netflix documentary titled Homecoming, which highlighted her performance in Coachella in 2018, as well as some behind the scenes of just the preparation work that went into developing that performance for Coachella. And I knew a little bit about Beyonce's work in Coachella last year, uh, when obviously social media just like went ablaze with some of her performance and dances and things of that nature, and everybody went wild. And it was awesome to kind of get that vibe to see how dominant Beyonce has been, which we'll talk about a little bit but she's been in the game for 22 years y'all that's that wow 22 years but as of late we've seen quite a bit of Beyonce just coming out coming out the gate and just balling in the in her music and in her content and in her in her identity and how that is becoming more and more inspirational for women especially women of color and and just the culture itself And so with this particular Netflix documentary, there are three things that I really wanted to focus on that caught my attention. And what does that mean for us as we are 
shaping our leadership and shaping the teams that we are leading uh, within the workspace or within the community, what have you. The first thing I want to talk about is just the, her intentionality in bringing forth her identity and representation. If you notice, it was a very, very HBCU themed, you know, historically black college and university themed with the marching band, the drum line, the dances, the colors, the the Greek letters for, man, it was all about that. Like, wow. <laughs> it was really dope to kind of see that perspective. And then if you watch the documentary itself, they had quotes from alumnus of those universities as well as represented within each segment too. And just continuing to talk about, and that, that kind of set the tone and set the theme of each segment. That was really amazing to kind of get that perspective in and, and Beyonce giving her little commentary on just the importance of having black performers and wanting the performers and wanting everybody to be themselves throughout the whole performance, like to have some uniformity, but also be able to be themselves and to have fun dance and, and enjoy themselves and highlight the importance of what it means to be black in that space which was very, very, very inspirational for me to watch. So being intentional with identity and also representing there because as you mentioned multiple times, she was the first African-American woman to headline at Coachella. I don't know how many years Coachella has been going on, but that's pretty, you know, if there's still conversations about the first ever of any type of ethnicity or socioeconomic demographic, we got some, we got some talking to do. All right. <laughs> So that was pretty, that was awesome. That was the first thing I wanted to highlight. Second thing I wanted to highlight is just the intentionality of the craft. Beyonce, like I mentioned, has been in the game for 22 years. That's a long time to be in the game, but she's been dedicated. She's been intense. She's been focused and she's been gearing towards doing everything that she needs to do to become a better performer. And even a better businesswoman, too, because she's making moves. I mean, her, you know, her and Jay-Z are just making money moves out here. It's wild out here. But when it comes to her craft and, and, and what the documentary highlight, highlighted very specifically, it's just the amount of hours and the amount of months that she took, that she personally put into developing this two-hour performance, as well as the amount of dedication that the other performers went into doing it as well. I mean, Beyonce was involved in... The, multi, the production, she was involved in the stage setup, she was involved in the dances, the music, all of that. Uh, she even put her body through so much because she talked about how right before, you know, she accepted the Coachella, she, had, she gave birth to twins <laughs> and she had to go through an intense just diet and regimen and, and fitness program and trying to balance all that kind of stuff. But she was really intentional about her craft and wanting to put in time and effort into every aspect of the performance, not just the dancing and singing, but all aspects of it and, and day in and day out and made sure that other people were involved and around support to be a part of that work effort too. And then the last thing I wanted to talk about is her intentionality with building unity and community. And this ties with the first one of representation and of identity. Well, if you watch just 
not just to performance, but even just the behind the scenes, there are so many people just like coming together and just loving being around each other. And there were some interviews too that were given about how they loved the fact of they can come together, they can be black, they can be themselves and they feel like a family in that space and just drawing into the importance of developing, you know, coming together as one to not just to be not just to do this performance, but just to be together, just to celebrate their identity and celebrate the excellence of, especially black excellence in this space. Uh, and that was that that was definitely shown through the actions and through the performance of the performers as well as Beyonce. And then two, she brought out her sister, Solange. She brought out Destiny's Child, the old crew. She brought her husband. Like she was all about building unity on that stage for Coachella. So being intentional with identity, being intentional with your craft and being intentional with unity. How do those three things help shape the way that I see us leading our teams? Well, literally, let's just put those words within our teams. Like, are we encouraging our teams to be them full, be their full selves? Are we creating teams where they feel like they are represented in the work and represented in in the organization and even just amongst other team members as well. Do we create space where our teams can focus on their craft and develop that well? And yes, we understand that there are some ancillary things that are a part of the job, but do we understand fully what our team's strengths are and gearing towards aligning their work and aligning themselves to be the best that they can be so that way they can have the, the ability to work on their craft and be really strong in what they're capable of for the sake of the organization and the greater good. And then the last thing is, what does it look like for our teams to feel like they're in community and that they're bond, that they're coming together? And that's not to say that they're going to need to be kumbaya all the time, but they have a true sense of they have a true sense of trust and respect for one another and want to strive towards becoming the best that they can be together. And that you know, there is some laughter happening and there, there is some uh, level of, tr- of connection that's occurring beyond just the forceful, hey, you know so-and-so and they know their names, you know kind of what they do. But being able to come together and bond over a greater cause and a greater good. And these are just three things that by watching homecoming and there's so many other things within the episode but again i just wanted to focus on these three areas and how if we have the same perspective in the way that we build our teams just think about how well our teams will thrive and will flourish and the productivity that can rise in their work efforts and accomplishing initiatives towards the towards our organization and towards our greater goals so there it is. If you haven't had a chance to take a look into it, scroll through your Netflix feed and find Homecoming. Watch it. It is two hours, but I guarantee you it'll be a dope two hours to watch as well. It had me dancing. I was in the middle of the night. I was getting it. I, you know, I had me doing some of the dance moves too. But anyway, as you watch it, definitely I want to hear from you what traits and what characteristics did you see through it that do tie that can tie to the way that you lead yourselves and your teams as well
Yes. Beyonce was killing it. Beyonce was killing it. I, I can't say necessarily that I'm part of the beehive, like all the way, 100%. <laughs> However, you know, give credit where credit is due. Beyonce was killing it. That was pretty dope. Glad I had an opportunity to watch it and had the opportunity to see what traits within that documentary specifically and how Beyonce handled her business at Coachella in 2018 can help shape the way that I lead myself and my teams too. And hey, I'm really serious. Like, I want to hear one, if you've seen the documentary yourself, what you thought, <laughs> what you thought, but then two, what are some of the things within it that you can pull out for to shape the way that you lead your teams? Because like I mentioned at the very top of the episode that there are many things out there that we can learn from if you take the time to sit and process, think it over, think about it and find a way to apply its concepts of it within your context. Because we shouldn't throw away any type of opportunities. We shouldn't throw away any type of experiences that we have gone through because all those things can be packaged and learned from it if we take the time to reflect about it and then not just reflect on it, but act on it as well. So we continue to get better. We continue to thrive. Again, we can thrive and our teams can thrive as well when we take the time to view anything and everything around us as a learning opportunity. And a lot of what I do, a lot of, a lot of what I read and a lot of what I engage with is geared towards how do I become better and more specifically, how do I become a better leader? So there it is. Before we head on out of here, just a couple of action things I would like for y'all to do as we think about this week. First thing I want y'all to do is to just make sure that you think about what ways you could be intentional in developing yourself and others around you. Secondly, what are some things that you are consuming and internalizing that is shaping the way that you view leadership and developing yourselves? And third, give me some feedback on this episode as well. I'm wanting to do more of social commentary and kind of viewing the things that are happening within our social media feed. I'm trying to figure out a catchy name for it. Maybe scroll, scrolling the feed. I don't know yet. I ain't figured that out yet. Maybe you could tell me. But anyway, let me know what your thoughts are on this particular piece of looking at things that are happening in the culture and society and doing some reflection on it in ways that it can shape the way that we view leadership. Thanks so much for listening to On The Mic with Ray White. And if you found any value in this, my ask is that you help me out in doing the following actions. First, rate and review this episode and this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Secondly, share this episode with a friend. And not only that, have a conversation with them and talk through the discussion questions that were given at the end of the episode. And third, connect with me on social media. You can follow me personally on my personal account on all platforms at Ray Devante. That's R-A-Y-D-E-V-A-N-T-E. And you can follow the On The Mic With Ray White Instagram account at OTM Podcast. And let me know what you think of the show. Thanks so much. And don't forget to continue to share your story. Peace.